Hello friends, welcome back to this special edition season of MRTOG Briefing, Warbiting Information by me. I'm your host Dr. Shelja Verma. Today I have a very interesting topic to talk about. It's it's more generic and applicable to pretty much your MRCUG part 3 exam. So it's about the language decoded. And now I'm going to share this information which I think would kind of go a long way to help you just not in the communication aspect of your MRCUG part 3 exam. But the vocabulary that you get could be used on day-to-day basis in your clinical practice, especially if you're working in the UK setup, or it could also be helpful in your interview, job interviews. So there are certain phrases or I would say opening statements, which are sort of more familiar language used here. And I personally found it quite useful during my exam preparation to start my conversations. I quote some of these phrases and in which context they are relevant. Well, it doesn't mean that you cannot say something of your own or you might already have your own style of, uh, or some quotes of your own to start a communication. But I think in the end, what's important is that you're able to articulate and deliver your information to the examiner. But these things, I think, offer a bit more open language and especially can be quite useful when there are more sensitive issues to be discussed in a scenario. For example, if it's a breaking bad news station or something similar. So let's get started. Well, obviously, after a brief greeting in the station, the next step would be introduction. So you explain them who you are and like how I used to start with is by saying, can I check your name and date of birth? Now here, it is important to cross-check the patient details. That is the name and the date of birth because there could be a risk of error. So it's always seen as a patient safety point because you don't want to break a wrong uh, patient a bad news. Now, the next thing I usually do is setting an agenda. So kind of start with, do you know why we're here today or what brought you in here today? Or maybe you can say, I've gone through your GP letter, but would like to know from you. Or maybe simply what I can do for you today. Then it comes to information gathering. So you could possibly start by how has everything been so far in the pregnancy, maybe. Uh, We are here to discuss and then what are the things that you want to talk about or maybe is it okay to talk about a few things and then you could just get started. Also important to check their understandings so maybe you can use things like are you with me? Is it all making sense? Is there anything else that I can help you with? Or have I missed something? And sort of giving them an opportunity to to sort of say something which probably makes you feel that they have understood or maybe they need a bit more clarity. Getting an opinion, like after you have delivered an information or maybe discussed the management options, you want to know uh, 
their take or opinion on it. So you could say anything like, any thoughts? Or how do you feel about it? Will it be okay? And then finally, it's a closing statement. In the end, something like, hope it's been useful. Hope it all made sense. Feel free to ask if there is anything else that I can help you with. And something similar. So this is broadly a few things which I think go a long way to make your life more easy when you are trying to practice for your MRCUG Part 3 exam. Well, apart from these common quotes or statements, there are special techniques that are used in more difficult conversations like when you're breaking up bad news. So there's certain techniques or principles. You could read about them on the RCOG website or on strategy, things like the spike principle or a sandwich technique. And if you have a station with an angry or an upset patient, then how to go about diffusing a situation. Some situation may require things like negotiation skills. For example, if is a patient who is quite keen on home birth, but she is she's someone who's had a previous cesarean section and is aiming for a wee back that's vaginal birth after cesarean. But you know that it's it's not the safest thing to deliver at home. So how about negotiating that? Again, these stations usually have a role player and lay examiner and they are basically looking for your communication skills plus patient safety. So usually in, the, in those stations, you've been advised first to try and agree with what patient is asking for in a way that you are on the same boat with them and then try to gradually show them what are the, uh, the risks or the, the cons of that going down that route and then try to come to some common ground wherein and, and it's always a good idea to even explore. So there's something known as ICE principle where you, which is usually used by GP trainees here, where they kind of explore why is that a patient is asking for something which you think is not the ideal thing or in you, in you, or what you think is not very rational. So maybe because she doesn't want to be on monitor and be lying on the bed is that's the reason she wants to deliver at home or maybe she she does she has a fear that if, if she delivers at hospital she would end up like a friend or someone she knows who had a bad outcome so basically it's always a good idea to explore and then come to a common ground where you're trying to sort of offer a deal which is safer and is also something that patient most likely would agree with. And then, as I've already explained in previous station about the teaching station, which involves its own skill set and so on. All right, then. Thank you for now. And I will come back in another episode and talk something more interesting, relevant to the exam.